0: FM 104, Sunday
1: Night Live. Sunday Night Live on Dumb's Hit Music Station FM 104. I'm now joined in studio by Roisin Savage of
0: Casual Choir. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well. How are you, Louise?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for popping
0: in this evening. I am so excited to be here.
1: You're very good. So tell me, I suppose we'll get back to the Casual Choir, which is off very exciting because I, I got to go to one a couple of weeks. Well, actually, it was probably at this stage a couple of months ago, but it was so much fun. But how did you start in music in the first place?
0: So, I was in choirs my whole life, so I had my school choir, I was in the church choir, and I studied different instruments um so i like i I loved music um and then when it came to third level, and what are you gonna do when mm. you you know decide that to big get question, a, yeah. yeah, to get a real job um <laughs> and what do you study? and music was sort of all I knew. But I did a um, a degree in music and computer science. Don't ask about oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't, Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, interesting. Should focus on about... the music. But mm-hmm. I thought they would come together and they didn't. And yeah. then I realised sometimes, you know, when you do something that you don't like and like you can eliminate that and go, well, that's not for me. It's very true. Yeah. yeah. So I did a degree in music because like, I just had been studying music from such a young age. Um, but I thought that would get me hopefully to... To work somehow in the music industry, so yeah. behind the scenes or as an arts administrator, um, because I loved it so much. Um,
1: and you never thought you'd go out and maybe start a band or not no, that kind of scene?
0: No, no, no. I, I, I knew I loved all different facets of the of the industry, but I mm-hmm. didn't really know where I'd fit in. Um, yeah. And it was only um, after I did a masters in London, and it was in music and the creative economy, and this was to train musicians or anybody who had sort of a, a creative skill if it was like in fashion or in design or architecture it was to give us sort of the business acumen so that we could set up our own businesses oh, or brilliant. work in the business yeah. industry and not just be known as creatives and um, I came home from that and it was the recession uh, yeah. in, in everywhere cool. yeah. <laughs> so there was no work anywhere and the first like obviously the hits are usually in the, the arts which is really sad. Yeah. Um. So I was interning. As for, it
1: is in the arts, it's it's difficult to make money. It, oh, absolutely, yeah.
0: absolutely. Um. But I didn't want to be sort of sitting idle at home, so I just applied for internships to work for free and got an internship eventually. Um. And then it was just sort of thinking like, well, like, surely I have some kind of skill, mm-hmm. you know, because it was getting to a stage where I owed the bank a lot of money for yeah. studying for my masters and.
1: That thing you couldn't just keep sitting on it. No, mm.
0: no, and and at that time we, you know, we didn't really know like what was gonna happen. You know, like would there ever be jobs in the yeah. arts that I thought that I would fit into? So um, so I eventually I just um I applied for this. I saw this job in a in a church. They wanted to set up a choir. Oh, cool. And I'd been in choirs for so long, and I was like, oh yeah. okay, I think I know this. Yeah. Well, I think I do. Well. I'll just give it a whirl. I actually had but no choice. But what it's
1: about? Don't they say, you know, go try it. Sure. You know, what's the worst that will happen?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I'd been, I'd had, I'd been in choirs before where I'd had the opportunity to direct and do arrangements and sort of that. But it was something always in the back of my mind. But I never actually thought that I'd get the opportunity to have my own choir. Or I thought maybe in the distant future when, you know, you're married and kids and, you know, you have your nine to five job and then you would do this as a little side yeah. thing. So it was never my goal to actually know this is the this thing. Is the job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the job. Uh, so I started out with the church, did it a couple of years. And then I sort of realized that, you know what, I wanted to open um maybe just the scope of the music and not sort of be obviously with church music you know it was gospel essentially exactly um because i love absolutely love gospel music especially gospel choirs so uplifting yeah um and that's what we had in 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 inchicore and then i just um i well actually i had a few sisters of mine who would come to see us performing at mass because i mean we would call it gigs yeah, yeah, singing yeah, yeah. at mass and they were like could you not set up a choir that's like closer to us And maybe could we do pop music and, <laughs> so and they uh, were there kind
1: of giving you ideas as, as you went along
0: yeah like they were they were like would you not just do this you know because you're our sister and you know we just can make you'd you like yeah and yeah. <laughs> um, so that's when i set up my first choir the lineup that was seven years ago okay. and it was set up going look i'll see what happens i have no idea but experience I had with the, with sort of setting it up within a church community, um, uh, you know, it was just like, OK, well, I can see if I can do this myself and just advertise. But it was literally word of mouth. And, and I think, was it gospel? So, um, yeah. So the first choir was the lineup and that was mm-hmm. the pop rock choir. Oh, so I set funny. that up while I was still sort of involved in the church choir. And then what happened was, was that um, I decided, you know what, I'm going to set up another choir and this will be my gospel soul choir. Great, and okay. maybe that might interest the people who were in my church choir. So I had sort of these two choirs these ideas, yeah. running um, alongside each other. Um, Did and that
1: they, ever get confusing? Yeah,
0: well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that they actually had their own um, genres. Like, because the one was okay. the rock pop, one was the pop, gospel soul. Mm-hmm. But the confusing part was when we would say if we were asked to do a performance and we didn't have enough members from one choir and then it'd be like, right, I'm just going to join them together. And they wouldn't know either repertoire yeah. from the other group. So it was like, oh gosh, it you know, who knows this? T- oh, yeah. 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 Um, so it got to a stage when I just joined them all together. So that's oh, when I had, cool, okay. so I decided just to keep the line up. Um, and we do pop rock, soul, yeah. gospel, R&B, musicals, songs <laughs> from movies, pretty much anything, you know, um, anything going. So that's that's been running for... um seven years. We have about 150 members in that and you, group.
1: You've got to perform for some quite interesting people and for places that are amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, that was always the goal. Like, you know, maybe we'll get to sing with different artists or get to sing in venues that mm. you wouldn't normally get to do. So, I mean, we've performed in um, the Olympia Theatre. We've performed in the Abbey Theatre, wow. performed in Three Arena in Crow Park. Wow. Um, we've performed at a convention centre in the RDS. Um, and then with the artists, you know, like a lot of the Irish artists, like mm-hmm. we have recorded on "Picture This" first Christmas oh, song.
1: Nice, that's a great
0: song. Yeah, before yeah. they they even were, you know, officially signed, and um, we performed with Nathan Carter quite a bit. So country music. Ooh, um, we've also performed at Weeas, um, Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, brilliant! Um, so it's a bit what random. Was that like, actually, that was actually on the Ray Darcy show on. Uh, I think it might have been his first show. Okay. And they just call me up and go, we're looking for a choir. Yes. Didn't he, like, <laughs> we'll do it. They didn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> and I'm like, we're there. Oh, my gosh. Like, that was one of my, like, teenage, like, exactly songs, anthems. Yeah. So, like, it's really cool because you just, you don't know what's around the corner. And as recently as last May, we, we got the call from Hugh Jackman's team asking us to perform in Three Arena. I saw that. Um, with him. And that was a major what major he opportunity. he like to work with he is the most kindest like soul like you can just tell that you know he's a decent person he and comes he had across a lot of time like and there was no ego really really generous with his time with us as well I mean if you can imagine somebody like him is travelling all around the world mm. and, and they had different choirs in different countries and we were lucky that for Dublin, he did three shows, so it meant oh, that we nice. got to perform three times with the Hollywood like and musical superstar. I
1: love hearing that though, because he comes across as such a nice guy when he when you see clips and video things and
0: oh, he, he comes absolutely across so is like oh, it was just such a joy and the choir members who were involved in that. I was just like, just you know be present be in the moment mm. for this this doesn't happen all to professional time. singers yeah. you know we're a community choir and we're <laughs> getting to do this so soak it all up we're going to be singing in front of like nine ten thousand people in each wow. show you know and there's like professional dancers coming on stage and they have an orchestra and it's just I mean for us it was like there's so much going on you can easily get distracted oh, then you're like yeah. oh no we're we're, we're on stage we are a part of this we have to do
1: this wow. yeah so
0: so there's like you know and then there's events like that and then there's like the charity gigs that we do we which are it. just yeah. as important like for the likes of um darkness into light in phoenix oh, park nice, yeah. we do that every year at the starting lineup that we also do um light up a life in the hospice oh, in Harold's cross yeah. and we go into the children's hospital as well so all the different events um you know it it's It's interesting, Mm -hmm. you know, because we never know what we're going to do next. It's
1: great where all the different places that music, I suppose, in general can take you.
0: Yeah, like even actually only this week um, or last week, we got to perform in the Dublin Fringe Festival (laughs) um, as part of this touring production um, called We Are Lightning. And actually the premise behind this particular show was that um, all these community artists and bands come together to perform in the last standing Venue in Dublin, um, which you know it's quite pertinent, mm. particularly today when you hear about all the music venues and the venues which closing down lost, and yeah. being replaced by hotels, um, and apartment blocks on our city. You know where where is the culture in the city? Where's the it's heart? It's kind of, of the city? a shame
1: that we're losing all these great venues. Oh, it it really is. Mm. It really is.
0: Um, so so we got to get on board for this particular production, and it was. It was um it was an opportunity to perform with um a teenage band, Zombie Dolls, who had their very first performance as part of the show. So they're a teenage band from Dublin. St. James's Reed and Brass Band, which are a brass band which we'd never performed with before. And brass then Brass bands
1: that, are one of my favourites. Oh things. my gosh, yeah. like,
0: oh wow. Um, it was incredible, the sound. And then uh, the High Hopes Choir. Oh, nice. So, um, and I had um, been involved with the High Hopes Choir when they originally formed, so five oh, years ago. Okay. So it was my first time working with them again. So um, That but, was a nice reunion. Oh, uh, nice it was area. so mm. lovely. But it was, you know, it was the camaraderie between all the different groups. Yeah. Um, And like I was like, gosh, we should be doing this more often, you know um to, to do things like that so it really was a fantastic opportunity and then it, it went and won the judges choice award at the Dunn fringe Festival so I mean we're musicians and we, we got, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so that's you know it's, it's always exciting you know my choir members will be like well, what do we do next and I'm like I don't know depends on what the
1: phone yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so
0: anything and everything
1: That's brilliant. And then, of course, as you say that, you also do the casual choir.
0: Yes. So what is this? So I set up the casual choir last summer, sort of a bit on a a whim. Um, I had a lot of people interested in joining my choirs, but they weren't really interested in the auditioning aspect of it, which was something I'd only introduced in the past year and a half. Mm Um, And then some people, you know, the audition didn't bother them was the fact that maybe the commitment to turn up to rehearsals every week that they had work or family obligations. Um, so there definitely was an interest in something more casual. And that's what I put it out there on 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 an Instagram story. I literally said, is there anybody interested in something more casual where. I teach you one song in one session and you just buy a ticket for you can the session. Pop in, you know. Whatever, yeah, and so doesn't you know. matter if you miss rehearsals because the next session we're doing something from scratch, you know, yeah. so it's always a new song. And um just um within like 24 hours, like my inbox was just going crazy and something where I was like, Oh, I'll just see if there's interest. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'd be stupid not to set this up yeah. straight away. Uh, so that was August last year and then September we had the first session and we sold out the session. We had 150 It's singers. amazing
1: because obviously I've been to one and it was so much fun. Like Because when you go in, you're a little nervous because you're like, I haven't maybe sung since school.
0: Majority people say that. What
1: is coming my
0: way kind of thing. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like singing is muscle memory like yeah. and it's the most natural form of expression as well. So, you know. Um and obviously I understand that it can be a bit daunting walking into a room, mm. you know, uh, with 150 people. But you've got to remember that we're all on the same side, yeah. you know. And but
1: everyone's very friendly; like everyone kind of chats to everybody, and it's
0: yeah. Well, I do encourage that, you know, just to go look. And I and I recognise that a lot of people do come on their own. Yeah, you know, and like like. That has to be, you know, applauded, you know, to go. I'm going to come on my own and I'm going to sing beside people I don't even know, yeah. you know. Um, but over the year, like people have started to get to know each other. Um, but it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter because on any particular day, the whole group work together. And whatever the song is, we get through it. And, you know, I have a rough arrangement of whatever song I'm going to do. And sometimes I follow it to a T. Other mm-hmm. times I'm like, oh, there's, you know, I have more mid singers or high singers in today so I might just change it slightly but But it's
1: great that you can do that and kind of see who you're you're playing with yeah
0: but you've got I have to be flexible to that Um, it's it's, and it's also like people Nobody else knows the arrangement except for me. So it's not like, <laughs> you know, we're going to be tested yeah. or like people are going, they didn't sing that note. Yeah. I mean, that's not the purpose of casual choir. Casual choir is not about being perfect or polished. It's about being in the moment mm-hmm. and singing your heart out. And Just there was nothing it. like yeah. singing, especially in large groups.
1: Yeah. And and it's gotten bigger.
0: It's gotten bigger. You recently
1: moved house.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it was something I was toying about um even as early as last January. But I thought, you know, it's still very early days and um, we'd only been running for a couple of months um, at that stage. So I sort of held off and then I had quite a few people sort of going, you know, can we not move in? Because, mm-hmm. you know, getting tickets for it was not casual. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I didn't want that to be the case. Um, so... I um, found a new venue. So we're now based in um, the Newman building in UCT. Um, right. it's just the arts block. There's a theatre there, Theatre L, which can house up to 500 singers. Wow. Which I never thought that we'd get anywhere near that, you know. So actually, initially we were in um I put on sale Theatre M, which was a 300 seater mm-hmm. venue and then that sold out and then I had people asking you know you know uh, is there any tickets i was like no there's no spare tickets and then i said look i'll move to the bigger venue literally i think was like a few days before um we had the first session so we had i'd say about 350 or so who were there maybe 350 400
1: i I think you'd easily fill out the the 500 venue
0: um it it would be pretty incredible i mean when we were there because it was only just last monday and Mm. we had the first session and the wall of sounds that that, that just hits you Um, and also because of the setting of um, the theatre and and the acoustics like it's it's like an arena sort of style so you can hear the other parts like I think it was like even a more saddest fine like experience for the singers mm. but you know th- over 300 singers like i was like i have the best position <laughs> you know people are singing to me like this is incredible
1: but how does it feel actually to stand there and see all these people and essentially it's you who's brought them all yeah together.
0: I feel, yeah it's it, it's it's a bit nerve-wracking <laughs> and especially i mean like we're not affiliated to ucd at all but yeah. obviously i'm quite conscious i'm in um a center of learning mm-hmm. um and obviously of. You know, people are coming to study English and yeah. and whatnot in in this particular theatre, and I'm there. Everybody do ooh and ooh and <laughs> ah, you know. So, um yeah, it's 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 just it's it's quite intimidating. I mean, if I ever thought that I would have been standing in front of that many people speaking, you know, uh, like I don't think I would have continued doing my choirs <laughs> because. Um, but also
1: in that kind of situation it does kind of bring you back to school or college yeah I have to say stuff now
0: (laughs) yeah oh no I know and like you feel like it like you know this should be something really significant and important (laughs) that you're saying and you're literally just having the chats about the lyrics yeah and then going off on a tangent about the artist and what happened with them and Mm. I feel like sometimes I'm like I'm chatting to myself and then I realize I'm like oh gosh there's lots of people here. there's lots of people but that's also to do with like just keeping it nice and relaxed and it is called a casual choir for a reason you know um obviously the goal is to to teach a song and you know and have it recorded we film it at the end of the session but obviously you you know that you know people are here to as a form of escapism Mm -hmm. and you know we have the laughs we have the banter um I think nearly the the singing and the music is is a byproduct of of all that.
1: Absolutely. So if people want to get either in touch with you or want to find out more about it, how do they do that?
0: So um, you can email choir at gmail.com. So we can put you on the mailing list for pre-sale tickets. Mm -hmm. And a pre-sale ticket is like for... I don't know, is it 24 hours, maybe 48 hours? Mm-hmm. I have tickets on sale just for our mailing list and then it's released to the public. Okay. In our previous venue, it never got really to the public. <laughs> it was, they were always selling out in the pre-sale. Obviously, we can accommodate a lot more singers in this in this um, venue. Um, But if you want to even check out our Instagram um or our Facebook so Instagram we're casual choir Dublin okay but Twitter it's casual choir and Facebook it's casual choir okay. and you can see videos we've done 21 videos so each session we've done 21 sessions and we cover every type of of music and genre um like pop rock soul um cheese um mm-hmm. just and everything in between um and I don't keep it to a particular um, era either so like great. you know because yeah because yeah, we have everybody you know, it's a, it's an adult event but you know you would have all a, ages go exactly mm-hmm. exactly so I, you know but it's, it's it's to keep it interesting as well you know what song and you might know the song you might never have known the song it doesn't matter
1: no because you'll still learn it and I exactly. can testify that I went and it was so much fun
0: was Yay. amazing.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you so much for coming in and having a chat. This no evening. worries at all. Best of luck with the giant venue. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million. FM 104 Sunday Night Live.